0: What are some manufacturing mistakes that all apparel brands typically make when going into their first manufacturing or bulk production order? well before we get started my name is shadi adada i am the creative director and founder of fit design a sportswear design agency that's helped some of the world's leading sportswear brands design develop and manufacture clothing we have learned a thing or two over the last couple of years in terms of what key mistakes most apparel brands are making when it comes to their manufacturing so learn from me don't make the same mistakes that i made and pull in from my experience over the last seven years in the sportswear industry. Number one is going to be they skip quality control or they don't have a clear quality control protocol. I've done a separate video in the past in terms of how to structure a very basic quality control methodology and how to work it with your manufacturing partner in order to ensure that the garments that you receive actually are received in the way that you want them to most brands when they go into it they sort of rely on their manufacturer and they have no way to determine what passes a good quality control test and what doesn't pass a quality control test and some things can be like in terms of what are the tolerances for the size grading techniques that you have another thing can be what constitutes a poor quality product? Two is you underestimate your production costs. When it comes to manufacturing, sometimes the price that you are quoted as an FOB cost is not the only cost that you have to take into account. There is a variety of other additional surplus costs that can actually rack up. You need to look at other miscellaneous things like your sampling costs. Other things that you have to bear into account are going to be your shipping costs. They're going to be your duties, your tariffs. you are going to be other miscellaneous storage costs that you may incur because of late payments or because of delayed payments. Number three is going to be overcomplicating your designs. When we start and we get into our first collection, We want to create something that the world has never seen before. So make sure that you are balancing uniqueness with the cost effectiveness of the product. Know what price range you want to hit so that way your manufacturing costs can fall in line. Number four is you neglect your supply chain. So this just means that you do not vet suppliers for reliability, you don't vet them for financial stability, you don't vet them for the fact that they comply with global standards. You need to make sure that you are vetting your manufacturer. Let's put Company A, this company has not accurately vetted their manufacturer. They haven't seen, how do they hire? How do they train their employees? So make sure that you are accurately vetting your supply chain and that you're making sure that you hit the key marks that you want. Number five is overproducing or sometimes even Underproducing inventory so there's a variety of different ways that you can overproduce inventory every single time whether you're over ordering you have stock that you cannot move that you have to mark down in order to actually get to convert or if you under ordering you have key leads so people that are willing to buy that are ready to buy because you're running your advertising campaigns but there's nothing there for them to buy in both scenarios you're actually losing money even though in one scenario you actually spent money to get the product that you're not selling and another scenario you're actually advertising product and paying money to push that product and put it in front of eyeballs and it's still not selling. Number six is inadequate testing of materials, of products, of labels, of trims, to make sure that they hold up over time, whether it's a durability test, whether it's a tensile resistance test. Each of these tests is going to ensure that your product is able to withstand regular wear and tear that your consumer is inevitably going to put it through. Number seven is a lack of quality communication. Lack of quality communication with your customers. Lack of quality communication with your manufacturers. You need to make sure that you set the standard first and foremost in terms of how you need to communicate, how often you need to communicate, what are the key milestones in your project, when you expect to have prototype samples by, when you expect to have PP samples by. So whether it's an example where they've promised to send you color swatches and they've agreed to send it digitally and they need your response or they need your confirmation in order to proceed from that stage to the next stage. If you take a week, two weeks delay and you basically put your entire project on hold because you just haven't gotten back to them, you can't blame them at the end of the day because it's a lack of communication from your side number eight is not planning your logistics and your distribution properly if your customer is expecting to receive a product by specific date and you've done everything in your power to make sure that it's manufactured by this date but you're not accounting for the fact that Once it's manufactured, then it's going to have to undergo customs clearance in the port that it's leaving from. And then it's going to have to go through transit. Then it's going to have to be cleared from there. Then it's going to have to be delivered to your warehouse. So it can take an additional buffer time around one week to two weeks after it's being shipped. And you need to account for that. And you just need to make sure that you are always accounting for anything that can go wrong. Because as Murphy's Law says, anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Number nine is failing to secure your intellectual property. If you've made an effort to design something that's different, to innovate, to solve a problem in a way that no one else has done before, take the time and file for a patent, file for a trademark, file for your copyright. But in short, as soon as you put something out into the public domain, you cannot pre-register a patent becomes part of the public domain and then you lose all access to its novelty. You can be competed with in an uneven or unfair playing field because you actually gone ahead and done the R&D, you've spent the development time, but then you put it out onto the world And then all of a sudden, someone else can easily rip it off because you haven't taken the time or had the foresight to trademark it or to copyright it or to patent it. Number 10 is relying on a single manufacturer. And this may come as a little bit of a contradiction to what I normally say. I normally say build up quality relationships with key manufacturers, have depth in your relationships. Don't just try to go for who is the cheapest or who gives you the best promise. You need to build quality relationships at the end of the day manufacturing partners are going to be integral towards the success of your business and they will grow with you as you grow so you need to make sure that sure you are investing yourself into a manufacturer but you also have a good network that you can tap into in the event that something goes wrong or a manufacturer cannot fulfill a request this is why specifically at fit design what we do is we source specifically very quality manufacturers and we go deep into the relationships that we have we build up a great amount of trust and a great amount of equity with them and what we do is we're able to leverage that equity for more favorable shipping terms more favorable production times uh, quality control methods all of these things give us and our customers and our clients a major advantage as opposed to someone that's coming and dealing with this manufacturer for the first time so it's not all problems what are some strategies to help avoid or overcome any challenges that you might face in the manufacturing process. Well, number one is develop a strong tech pack. I've told you since the beginning that communication is key when it comes to manufacturers. If you have everything in paper, on paper, written, put down in a concrete format, then in the event that anything arises that is outside the norm, outside what you expected, you can always refer back to that and say, no, this is not the what we agreed on. This is not how it's meant to be done. Two is you need to invest in proper quality control methods. Three is build quality relationships with your manufacturers and always have a network available to you tap into an existing manufacturing resource list like the one we have on our website or just take the time to develop quality relationships all these things are essential if you plan on having a social cause or an environmental cause for your brand well guys let me know which of these points you agree with or disagree with have you made any of these manufacturing mistakes yourself are you worried about starting your first bulk order do you have any concerns that you Think you should or should not be concerned about put them in the comments below i'm always happy to answer them and if you also want to ask me questions one-on-one i offer one-on-one consultations every single week and although slots are very limited i would be more than happy to answer your questions so check the link in description and i say this from the very bottom of my heart guys thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of design tv until next week's episode sales